Welcome back to the 32'd Podcast. I'm your host, Kate, and today I figured for my first official episode, we would do a little get to know me. And probably people that know me would say, you cannot get to know me if I don't tell you what happened to me after I graduated college. Now, you will probably hear the story and say this is a series of events that might have been avoidable, and that could be true. But nothing in life comes easy to a new college graduate, evidently. And I it taught me a lot and has served me well very since, even though living this, gosh, living this um, horrible and gross <laughs> event will uh, never leave me. And it um, definitely is something that I wish I could change about my past, but I cannot. So for a little background, I am from Kansas City, grew up there, and I went to college in Omaha. Shout out to all my Creighton Blue Jays. When I graduated, I graduated my BSN in nursing, and um, I worked for a local hospital in the Omaha area. And you're like, is there more than one hospital in Omaha? For those of you who've never been to Nebraska, yes, there are actually quite a few hospitals in Omaha. So I worked there. And at the time, my whole family, which you will probably get to know them very well throughout the life of this pod, um, had moved to Florida for different reasons. My brother was in the Navy, my older brother. Um, My parents had moved to Florida to be retirees because their youngest was in college. And my little brother, being in college, went to live with them when he was not in school. So I was left in the Midwest all by myself. So sad. Um, It turned out that where I was working – was not a good fit for me. And I was very um, homesick for my family. So I wanted to move. However, unfortunately for me, it was not that simple. Um, I could not just move. I was paying rent in an apartment with a roommate. Hey, Lauren. I was working at a job. I didn't have a nursing license in Florida. And I am unfortunately so old that compact nursing licenses were not as um, inclusive as they are now. So I would have had to, you know, spend months jobless if I wanted to be a nurse. However, fortunately for me, when I was in college, I worked for a startup um, healthcare tech company, which if you are a founder and you're listening to this podcast, you know who you are. And I'm so proud of you. They are no longer a startup. They sold their company for gobs of money. And like, fuck yeah, that's so amazing. But I worked for them in college. Um, I was in nursing school, obviously, at the time. So it was a good, like, healthcare fit, you know. Um, And when I left my – when I wanted to leave my nursing job, I reached out to one of my managers when I was part-time for them. And they said, you can come on full-time, but, you know, you got to move to Florida. And I was like, sweet. That's great. So I call my mom. And she flies to Kansas City, meets me there, and we drive through – Honestly, we took a three-day drive through the back roads of this country to get to Florida, and I don't know how or why our GPS did not steer us clear, but whatever, and we made it. But before then, I had to figure out where I was going to live. I was paying rent in an apartment. I had left a job, but I had to pay a medical insurance COBRA because I am on medication for a blood clot I had. That is probably a later episode if you want information on that. So I needed health insurance. And I could not afford an apartment by myself. I was not, you know, made of money. I was a brand new nurse. I think I made like $19 an hour. Um, 
And the job I was going on full-time was, you know, a entry-level full-time position. So that, you know, was not also, you know, paying me gobs of money where I could afford rent two places because I was in a lease in Omaha to afford this, you know, medical insurance, COBRA, car payment, la, 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 you know, bills, bills, bills. So I had reached out to a person I worked with at the company and they had a room for rent. And I was like, great, that's, I can rent a room. That's wonderful. She was going to charge me 200 bucks a month, which like is way cheaper than the thousand dollars it is to live by yourself. Plus all of the, you know, utilities. So I was like, great, I can rent a room and that's fine. I don't have a lot of stuff. And so that's what I did. And her only condition was that I, when she traveled for work with this company, she traveled for this tech company um, all over the country that I watch her pets and care for them. Sure. That's fine. You know, I'm not totally like a big animal person, but if it's a roof over my head, sure. Why not? So I get there and another caveat to this is that I never met this woman in person. I'd only talked to her over the phone and given, you know, she was very nice and, you know, didn't seem to be anything other than, you know, a lady in her fifties working for a tech company. I didn't find it strange. Um, I get to the house and it looks normal on the outside, a little overgrown with the, you know, foliage and all, but I was new to Florida. I don't know what grows here. And, um, I go in the house and guys, there's cats everywhere. This woman was the proud owner of 11 cats. (laughs) And I just, (laughs) you guys, it's a pickle that I never saw coming. It is a, it was a um, pet paradise, if you will. And, you know, she says, like, can you watch my pets when I'm out of town? Sure. You have cats. But, like, she did not divulge me. She had 11 cats. But now suddenly, like, shit, I'm in this woman's house. She's got 11 cats. I have nowhere else to go. Like, I got to make this work. Like, buck up, kid, you know? But I was like, oh, God, like, this is a lot of cats. And she only had a 2,000 square foot house. Like, okay, not only. Like, I'm not. Her house was 2,000 square feet. Put 11 pets in there. No, no home is big enough for that amount of cats. No, no place. And it just was overwhelming. So, and first of all, I've never had a cat. I would not consider myself a cat person before this and after this. I really certainly will never own a cat for as long as I live. And I think people in my family are allergic. So I should have just said I was allergic and like gotten the hell out, but I did not. So while I lived there, she didn't travel too much, which was, you know, probably good for me because I would have had to care for these cats. But um, one time she traveled and I had to clean the litter boxes and, you know, tend to the animals. Like, it's not a farm or anything, but like I had to tend to the animals. There was only six litter boxes for 11 cats. And, you know, math is not my greatest point, but that is obviously too few. And you had to feed the cats and the cats, you know, they were fucking everywhere, guys. Like, they, for God's sake, like, they just were, they ran this house. Like, there were cats all over the damn place. And it, it was, 
you know, keeping them out of my stuff was impossible. You couldn't cook anything in the house because they were fucking everywhere. Sorry for the two F-bombs, mom. But I just, like, it was so overwhelming. But, like, I had nowhere else to go, right? So I survived her first trip when she was gone. Fed the cats. No problem. The thing about these cats is most of them, I believe, to the best of my memory, were male. And unbeknownst to me, they had all been strays that she picked off off the street. What? Okay. I didn't find this out till like months living there. And she was like, oh, yeah, no, I've adopted. You say you adopt a cat. Like, sure, you go to the shelter. Oh, no, no. Adopt the cat from the outside to the inside. It's insane. So these cats come from the wild. They're fa- I think the word is feral, right? Sure. I don't know. My cat logic is not very good. They come from the outside. You bring them in and they're territorial animals. They would fight constantly. Well, no shit because they're, they're pining for this tiny bit of space in this house that has cats everywhere. It's like a freaking zoo. So there were tons of times where the cats would like get into like literal cat fights, which is unpleasant at minimum, like super unpleasant at minimum. And then there would be like, and I'm sorry to paint this picture, but like cat injuries because of other cats. Like they would like claw each other and like, like, I guess I need to get graphic to explain. Like they would like make each other bleed and shit. So like there'd be like cat blood all over this house, which is nothing I ever felt like I had to deal with in life. And all I am here trying to get my Florida license and be a nurse and like get the heck out of this place, but I can't because I have no money. So these cats were getting fights. They would bleed everywhere. They pee on everything because like they're trying to mark their territory or whatever. The woman I lived with, the way she would clean was not cleaning. She would take a cup of bleach and pour it on the liquid of the cats, whatever was there, the, you know, whatever. I don't want to say the words again and let it sit there. Holy shit. So not only is it not actually getting cleaned up because I'm not fucking touching cat blood. Fuck that. No, She's pouring bleach all over it and letting it soak into her hardwood floor. Are you kidding me? This is gross. Like, I need a hazmat suit to come in here. Oh, my God. Like, it's amazing I didn't get some sort of cat disease. Holy shit. So, like, red flag number 78. Like, we're not actually cleaning up in this house. We're just, like, pouring bleach on shit and letting it go away. Like, oh, my God. It's overwhelming just even thinking about it. This was, like, nine years ago. Anyway, so... Red flag number two, she leaves out of town for like a full week. And I'm like, oh God, oh my God. It's like a whole week with the cats. I got to stay here. Like, oh my God, by myself, like just like waiting for like, the Grim Reaper to come kill me. Cause obviously the, better than this. She calls me and says, one of the cats needs to go to the vet. And I'm like, <laughs> you expect me to do that. But again, you're providing the roof over my head. So like, I guess you do. This cat allegedly had an abscess. I'm like, well, it's freaking gross. An abscess is a, you know, pus pocket of infection that needs to be removed. And like, you're an animal. Well, of course, first of all, she has an abscess because she's fighting all these other fucking cats. Secondly, okay. So she wants me to wrangle this cat into a carrier and 
take it to the vet. And let me tell you, I don't wrangle cats. I barely even touched these cats. There was one cat that I liked, and his name is Louie, and it reminded me of Fat Louie from The Princess Diaries, and that was the only cat that I liked. The other, all the other 10 were just, you know, I could care less about these animals, which, like, PETA don't come after me. Like, I, I get it, but, like, they were horrible. So I tried to get this cat in the carrier, and first of all, this cat's name was Tabitha, and if that's not a name of darkness, I don't know what is. And it was not working out. It just wasn't happening. And I call her and I'm like, I'm not getting her in this carrier. Like she's going to scratch me. And I refuse to get scratched, bit, hissed at by a cat with an infection. Like that can't be good for humans. Okay. And she's like, no, you have to. It's my cat. My love of my life. And I'm like, okay, we, we need an intervention here. And I'm not the only one who needs it. So as a side note, the house I was staying in had a side house. And a man who I had never seen, like ever, like rented it from her. So I go and I knock on the door and knock on it like 46 times because I'm not doing this alone. And he's like, hello, are you the girl that's renting the room? I was like, yeah, like, can you help me get this cat? And he was like, for some reason, you know, the Holy Spirit moved through him and he said he, he agreed to. So he caught the fucking cat and put her in the carrier. I took her to the vet. She was there for two days to get this abscess fixed which like good, evil, shrew. So I survived that, right? And you think that's the worst of it. But unfortunately, guys, it's not the worst of it. (sighs) The cat goes back. I don't get scratched or anything, you know, whatever. But then one day, this is shortly after she came home, the woman. I'm going to call her the woman because if I say her name, she's going to find me and all this shit. Um, the woman came home and the guy renting the house, like caught her outside and was like, so the girl that lives with you, like, you know, told me to get your cat. And she's like, yeah, the reason she got an abscess is because Kate let her out of the house. Are you kidding me? Like the last thing I want to do is do anything with these cats. And you're sitting here blaming me for this abscess that she got. <laughs> oh no. Oh no woman. No, that is not happening. No, no, no. I was like, I had to devise a plan to get out of here. Like, I, I need to do something. But my funds, my funds were not there. Like, I had essentially, so I was paying her the room rent. I was paying for my car. I was paying for rent in Omaha because I couldn't leave my roommate, you know, high and dry because that sucks. I was paying the medical Cobra. So, like, my my bank account at the end of all my bills was, like, not quite enough to like even buy groceries. So like I was not going anywhere and it was just like painstaking every single day. Like what the fuck am I going to do to get out of this house? And my parents, though they love me so, and rightfully so, they were like, she needs to learn this lesson by herself. Like she needs to, she needs to live with 11 cats. And that phrase has now become nomenclature in my family as like, you need to learn the lesson the hard way. Like you need to live with 11 cats. So here I was learning the lesson the hard way. Fine. Fine. Um, I am a, during this whole time I am working at this tech company, enjoying my job, attempting to get my nursing license. And it took, I moved in November and it took until about February to get my license. So like 
we're going on three months of this cat life that like is, is absolutely insane. Putting a slight pause on the cat stories to tell you a little more about this woman. This woman was eclectic in, in a way that I will never understand. She, unfortunately for me, though a kind person was, I believe mentally unwell. Why else would you have 11 cats? I'm sure you're all saying like, oh, fuck, duh. Like she had 11 cats. She's trying to save these things. She's trying to save the animals because she can't save herself. Like, okay, yes, I totally agree. But in addition to that, she had a little bit of a drinking problem. And I didn't really notice it much because I tried not to be in the house as much as humanly possible. But she calls me one morning and she's like, hey, I needed to come back from a trip, like blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. I spent the night in jail. I was like, what? <laughs> like, who's jail? Like, what what jail did you did you spend time in? Like, you were arrested? And she would never come out and be like, yes, I was arrested, but like, I'm not dumb. You spent a night in jail, you got arrested. Like, hello. So it turns out she got a little too bombed on a um, continental flight back from where she was traveling and she got behind the wheel of her car and the TSA, um, what's the word? The TSA like canoodled with airport security and they arrested her for drunk driving, which is totally valid. I do not support drunk driving and 32 podcast does not either. However, that's how she got busted. So then I don't know if her license got suspended or anything. I don't know. I don't know the rules of the, of the laws in Florida. I should probably look them up. Oh, by the way, I live in Florida still to this day. Anyway, um, she stopped really driving. So like we would carpool to work, but then she would leave the house all the time. I'm like, how is she leaving the house? This doesn't make any sense. Turns out she was a um, frequent um, user of Match.com. So frequent that she uh, would go on like two to three dates a week. And I don't know what kind of like spell she's putting on these men. Probably Tabitha had something to do with it. But they would like buy her dinner, buy her groceries, fix her car, like do all this stuff and drive her around because she wasn't driving. And I was like, this is really like kind of fishy. Like this doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And at this time I had, um, I had procured alternate um, accommodation a couple nights a week. So I wasn't always at the house with the cats with her and her random dates. But, and like, I'm not even kidding you. Like they would go to Whole Foods and she'd come back with like six full bags of groceries. And like, that's a lot of money. So like these guys are pay- are like paying for all of these Whole Foods groceries, sh- shopping her around, driving her around. And like, they're staying in this house. Like, I just, I have a lot of questions that'll never get answered. And that's, that just has to be, that just has to be that, you know? So I'm on the phone with my dad one day and I'm like, dad, like this really still sucks. And he's like, you need to live with 11 cats. Like you made this bed. You got to lie in it. Oh, hang on. Pause to that. I forgot. I forgot one of the most important facets of this story. So I stayed in a room and she had like a ranch style house. So it's like you walk in the house, living room is played out like 
two bedrooms on one end, two bedrooms on the other end. I think there's some, maybe Alex can tell us it's an H or something. H house. I don't know. Anyway, I stayed in the front room, which was like a spare bedroom office type of place. And as I'm talking to Gigi one day, oh crap, I said her name. (laughs) It's not her legal name. As I'm speaking to her, one day she is telling me that she's had that bed for a long time. It's actually an heirloom. It's some sort of like iron, whatever. And the bed is like a feather bed. I was like, yeah, it feels freaking old and decrepit and moldy. And she goes, yeah, it was my mother's. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. You're in your fifties. Your mother, you know, if she were living, she'd be in her eighties, nineties. Y'all, it wasn't just her mother's. It was the bed her mother died in. Are you fucking kidding me? So here I am suffering with 11 cats in this painstakingly horrible environment. And I'm sleeping in the bed your mother died in. Oh my God, this is a house of death. Horrible. It's so unbelievable. You think I'm making it up and I swear to you, I'm not. I swear. I have witnesses that can testify to this. I promise you. I will subpoena them to the court of 32. I am not kidding. So I'm sleeping in a bed her mother died in. There's 11 cats. One has an abscess. One, after I lived there, got stuck behind the dryer and died. And it was my favorite cat, Fat Louie. So like, I'm really sorry for that cat. May he rest in peace. After that, and then plus the guys, I was like, I got to get out of here. Like, this is is a house of horrors. So I'm calling my dad. I'm like, dad, I'm sleeping in the bed her mother died in. And he's like, well, you're sleeping in the bed her mother died in, but you you slept in this bed. You got to lay in it. I'm like, no, I don't. I was like, and you know, there's just a bunch of weird men hanging around. And I'll be damned if his ears didn't perk the heck up. Well, of course, I'm his child. I'm 22. I had it all going on when I was 22. I was thinner. Everything was the right size in the right spot. Like I looked, I'm 22, right? Like I was cute. And he's like, so you're telling me there's weird ass men staying in the house overnight with you? And I was like, oh yes, dad, they're staying here all the time. I don't know them. And you know, I, I feel as if, you know, I feel unsafe, which 10 years ago was very valid, but I feel like even in this day and age, like y'all can understand like weird ass men from the internet staying in a house with a woman who was obviously, you know, mentally deranged and has a drinking problem and was arrested for a DUI who has a picture of sangria in her kitchen at all times. I'm sorry. I didn't mention that sooner, but here that is. He was like, you're right. You have to get out. So thank God I did. I found an apartment in what is not the best area of the town I live in, but it was mine. My dad gave me first and last. No, he gave me, what did he give me? Uh, Deposit and first months, I think. I'm pretty sure. I've never been more thankful in my life for that. That all said, that all crazy, you know, cat story said, and I know it sounds unbelievable and I know you're thinking like this all couldn't have possibly happened in three months time and, you know, you're making it up for the pod. I swear to you, I'm not. I swear to you, this actually all happened. It is real. She had 11 cats. They all hated each other. She was, you know, a functioning alcoholic probably. And... I fell victim to what I thought was just going to be, you know, an affordable place to live for a while. Um, Fortunately for me, my nursing license came through in February. My amazing boss at the time was very supportive. 
And she, I remember her saying to me, this is a stepping stone for you. I want you to be great. And I think that is so wonderful because I was applying for jobs left and right, right and left all the time. And the area I lived in didn't necessarily have a lot of jobs for new grads. So I was really at a disadvantage. And then one day I got an email from Tampa General Hospital. I interviewed, I got a job, and I have never felt more fulfilled and more grateful for a job in my life. I think the circumstances leading leading me to leave a job in a town I didn't want to be in with people I didn't want to work with were, you know, more negative than positive, not being near my family, having to go through all of that with 11 cats just to say I came out the other side is actually pretty cool. So the day I signed my um, contract with them, I actually got a um, piece of mail that I'll never forget. Due to the blood clot that I had, I um, was part of the class action suit for the um, deranged formula of birth control that was going around 10 years ago. No, more than that. How old am I? Guys, I'm 31, if I didn't make that very clear. In in my 30s, we are living in the 30s. In 2008, so 13 years ago? Yeah. Math is my strong suit. Anyway, um, I received my first um, cash settlement from the lawsuit the same day that I signed for my new job, which not only felt like the most liberating and freeing moment ever, like I was out of the cat house. I had my job that I I was going to be a nurse again. I, you know, had finances that I could support myself. Like it was fucking great. So would I change my past and would I still live with 11 cats? No, probably not. <laughs> no, I, I don't, I don't think that I would choose that life again. I would also not live with a functioning alcoholic who went on too many match.com dates and had weird men in her house all the time. What I would do is maybe go through some of the hardship again and to remind myself that nursing was my calling, that, you know, I, I wanted to do this and I can do it by myself. And you're thinking like, you didn't do it by yourself. Your dad helped you. Well, I was fucking in a weird house of horrors. Okay. Like at a certain point, like your parents have to step in and like my mother will tell you, maybe I'll have her on the pod. This was the most uncomfortable she's ever been in her life. But when I lived with 11 cats and like, so was I, it was horrible. And it just made me a better person. Yes, I know. Makes you a better person. Came out the other side. La, la, la. Tatcha had a coupon. Yes, I know. It was wonderful. But I live with 11 fucking cats, y'all. It's disgusting. It's gross. I will never have a cat. I can barely look at cats. I don't like them. And for all you cat people out there, you don't live with 11 cats either. So let's get that straight. You have two, three, four, however many. Taylor Swift has cats. She's great. Cats are fine. Not in the quantities of which I had to live with. It, it, yeah. Anyway, I consider that my best story. I consider that, you know, if I'm ever like super famous, they're going to be like, she wants to live with 11 cats. You're right. I did. And now I have no pets. <laughs> I actually do want a dog. I keep asking my husband about it. 
but I work too much. He works too much, you know, not exactly. We're not exactly pet material right now, but maybe one day. So anyway, that is my feline fiasco for you today. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Kate. If you liked what you heard, leave a five-star review. If you didn't continue to leave a five-star review, but leave a comment, question, concern, grievance, anything I can answer for you, email me at 32pod at gmail.com or on Instagram at 32pod. Anything can be posted or you can direct message me, whatever. And remember, it's never too rude to have 32. Bye, y'all.